Okay, we're reading. All right. Wonderful listeners, welcome to the Lennox James podcast, the show that celebrates triumphs, shares stories of resilience, and offers a guiding light through life's challenges. Have you ever felt the grip of food addiction, a struggle that not only affects your physical health, but also touches the depths of your emotional well-being? Well, you're not alone. Today, we're diving into a truly uplifting story. The story of someone who not only overcame food addictions, but did so joyfully and now seeks to inspire others to feel the emptiness inside. Today, our guest, Bratka Getz, is a beacon of strength and resilience. She's navigated the challenging path of breaking free from the shackles of food addiction and discovered the profound joy that comes with reclaiming one's health and happiness. Her journey is not just a personal triumph, but a source of inspiration for anyone grappling with the emptiness that food addiction can bring. In this episode, we'll explore the highs and lows of the journey, the strategies that brought joy in the process, and the lessons learned along the way. Our hope is that this conversation sparks a sense of empowerment, reminding each of you that healing is possible and joy can be found even in the most challenging circumstances. So whether you're on a similar path or supporting someone through their journey or just seeking a dose of inspiration, you're in the right place. So get ready for a heartwarming and uplifting episode as we share the story of overcoming food addictions joyfully and inspiring others to feel the emptiness inside. Thank you for accepting my invite for coming on the show today, Bracca. Oh my goodness, that was beautiful. <laughs> you are, a, you write so beautifully, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. All right, so we're gonna jump right into it. And the first um, nugget we're gonna talk about today is your personal journey. So my first question, can you share a bit about your personal journey in overcoming food addictions and how you found joy in the process? Yeah, you know, I was always trying to fill the emptiness inside and food, it's so easy. It brings immediate pleasure. So you figure, why not just keep eating? Because if I keep eating, then I'll just keep the pleasure going. It makes a lot of sense, you know, <laughs> but it's very brief. It's very fleeting, the pleasure. There's, there's a show, My 600 Pound Life, mm -hmm. and the people if you watch different episodes, they all say the same thing. Food is the only thing bringing me pleasure. The whole point is to recognize why do people just keep overeating? Because they feel a scarcity of pleasure in their life. And so it brings that, it covers up the pain, it covers up the hole temporarily, and it brings pleasure. So they just keep going. The point is that there is no scarcity. 
what I finally learned is that there's an abundance of pleasure available to everybody at every moment. Mm -hmm. But we have to recognize that because I too felt that sense of scarcity, a, a sense of fear about life. I didn't trust life. It comes, addictions come from not trusting, not trusting yourself, not mm -hmm. trusting the world. When I finally regained the trust in life and in myself, and I recognized that there's an abundance of pleasures here that opened my eyes up to see all the blessings. And what filled me up finally is gratitude. I began to appreciate all the many blessings that every single one of us has. So that's how my life changed. And really everybody's life could change. And that's what I'm enjoying spreading and sharing mm -hmm. that we all can be empowered to recognize with gratitude how to bring pleasure into our lives at any moment. Thank you for, for sharing that. And you mentioned a key word, gratitude, because there's something good to be found in every day, even if it is a challenge. Yes. And so I don't want to assume, so I want to ask you, when someone may have uh, a concern dealing with um, food addiction or overeating, is is it a fair assessment to say that that is a way that they may be maybe masking their feelings? They may have uh, maybe anxiety, stress, worry, depression, a, n a number of things. So is is that a form of masking? Yes, comfort food. It brings you immediate pleasure. So why not? Why not? Because it's kind of, um, it's a slow death. It's not an easy, it's not quick. It's not like um, alcoholism, drug addiction, mm -hmm. which can be quicker. But overeating also, it just destroys our bodies because our bodies are not meant to overeat like that. So it's, it's, it's slower, but it's also, um, it's, you know, a pleasure for the moment, just like mm -hmm. drugs or alcohol, mm -hmm. gambling, any addiction brings that high. How do you get the pleasure to last? We think we can get the pleasure to last by just keep on stuffing that in but we're left feeling miserable afterwards. How can we get a lasting pleasure? Only through living with gratitude. It completely changes it. It's the secret to happiness. And yeah, that's why I write children's books because I'm teaching these skills to children from the beginning of life so they don't have to play catch up like we've had to as adults, discovering it later in life mm -hmm. after a lot of unnecessary pain. The earlier we can learn the happiness skills and the gratitude skills, the more potential we have to have a joyful life and an empowering life. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that valuable insight. Now, my next question, I want to talk about um, emotional eating. 
So how did you recognize that your relationship with food was connected to um, emotional needs? And what strategies did you use to address this aspect of your life? Yes, I call it even deeper than emotional. I call it a spiritual hall. Um, we don't recognize that we are spiritual beings in need of spiritual nourishment every day, just like physical nourishment. And that mm -hmm. spiritual nourishment is gratitude. Mm -hmm. That is what fills us up. So emotions are part of it. I learned about something called the pleasure ladder. I'm going to hold this up. Um, it, the lowest level of pleasure, it's got five levels, five rungs on the pleasure ladder. And it corresponds to our five fingers. We have the ability to bring pressure into our lives. We have that within our hands. And it also corresponds to the five levels of the human soul. The lowest level of the soul is the part that's connected to our body. So when we experience any, any natural physical pleasure, like natural foods, being in nature, moving, moving our bodies in a joyful way, music, any of these things, it when we experience them with gratitude, we are uplifted. It nourishes both our bodies and our souls. And that's just the lowest level. The next level up is love. That's where the emotions come in. So like when we're feeling a scarcity of love in our lives, a person may just stuff themselves with food. They're feeling lonely. Mm -hmm. They feel disconnected. They feel estrangement. What could they do instead? How can we bring love into our lives? What's without anybody being around? How mm -hmm. can it be totally empowering? By focusing on the virtues of another. This is how we bring love into our lives. Like even in prison, even in solitary confinement, a person could focus on a grandmother that once did a kindness for them and they suddenly have this warm emotional feeling of love. Mm -hmm. It fills them up with gratitude, right? So we don't even need the person right there. We, we can bring love into our lives at any moment, mm -hmm. which is amazing. And the next level up is meaning. Doing something meaningful, like, mm -hmm. like making a podcast to help other people. That's doing something meaningful. And I, I, I was on another show and the guy said he, he had two slices of pizza and he was about to eat the whole box of pizza by himself. He was sitting there feeling miserable. And all of a sudden, his neighbor knocks on the door and he needs his help for two minutes. When he comes back, he doesn't want the pizza anymore. He puts the rest in the fridge. Mm -hmm. What changed? He just filled up doing something meaningful for someone else. Mm -hmm. And he didn't need the pizza anymore. It fills us. And even higher than meaning is creativity. Mm -hmm. That's when we put a unique part of ourselves into the world. That's even more like your podcast or your books, your writing. When we're on a high being creative, 
we don't feel like eating or sleeping. It's the zone of pleasure that's just so intense, you know? Absolutely. So that's even higher. And the highest level of all is called transcendence. Mm -hmm. It's when we, it's unity. Transcendence is a sense of oneness. When we connect with everybody and everything, we see that we're all connected because each level up brings more connection. Because when we're in addiction, we feel disconnected. This is what brings connection. And the only price we have to pay to climb the pleasure ladder is one thing. And that's gratitude. That's it. That is what helps us climb the pleasure ladder and experience lasting pleasure in life. Absolutely. So you said a couple of things that resonate with me. What your key word, gratitude. Yes. So, you know, life happens, you know, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. Yeah. But if I notice that if I focus on the negative, how much energy and stuff it drains out of me. Yes. So in just practicing more gratitude, I feel more better, even physically. Yes. As well as emotionally and mentally. Yes. And then on your ladder, you were talking about meaningful and creativity. So I have people to ask me, well, don't you get tired because you're doing your podcast? You know, you're doing speaking engagements. You're writing yeah. books. You're advocating for mental health. But I don't because those things for me are actually gratifying to me. Yes. Because I'm not doing it for self. I'm yes. doing these things to help others so that's yes. that you hit i have to get that chart <laughs> from you oh, you made oh up, but the i love chart, it i gotta tell you the charts on my website you can download it for free you put in your email address and you can down and it's much more details it explains everything about okay. it not just the words so anybody that wants can download the pleasure ladder from my website. Yeah. Okay. So I'll make sure yeah. to include your website yeah. in the, the the body when I um, post this to YouTube. Wonderful. That could be to help someone else too. So I think that yes. would be great. All right. So where we just left off, this kind of goes right into the joyful living, which is the next piece we're going to talk about. Were there specific activities, practices, or mindset shifts that helped you to cultivate a sense of fulfillment and happiness. Yes. And I want to say, I want to also say from what you just said before, whatever you focus on grows. Mm -hmm. So if you focus on the negative, that grows in your life. If you focus on the positive, even if it's, I couldn't think of my, at my most miserable time in my life, I just focused in on this beautiful tree outside my window. It wasn't even so beautiful. It was just a tree, but I just focused on it, you know, yes. and like there's life here. There's still life, you know, mm -hmm. I, I needed to be able to trust in life again. And I just, they, the tree is there. It, it's just focus on something good. And that's what grows in your life. Mm -hmm. And, um, and now I forgot what you said to me, but the question, <laughs> oh yeah, how do you bring joy into your life? So that's it. In little steps, mm -hmm. do you take the little, little things? You take an orange, an orange is one of my favorite examples. An orange, 
is green. Like most fruit are green when they start off. Uh They're camouflaged in with the leaves. They become bright and beautiful when they're ready. And they go, we're ready by by turning bright and beautiful. That's when they're telling us they're ready. So they look beautiful. They smell good. And it's designed like that to give us the greatest pleasure, to fill us with gratitude. Mm -hmm. And then when we eat it, it's sweet and juicy. And when we, oh, and it's got a peel to keep the juiciness in for months. Yes. It's individually packaged. They're, all these fruit, they're individually packaged. And the candy, the candy, like like grapes, strawberries, they're like in little bite-sized, it's amazing. So um, the natural candies, you know. Mm-hmm. So then, and then when you get to the end of the orange, you find the pits. The seeds of eternity, they can be, if they're planted as they're meant to be, mm-hmm. they become trees and infinite amount of more oranges. So you see, if you just eat an orange with mindful gratitude, you can go into such a state of ecstasy. It's unbelievable. Little, little things in life to focus on. Because really, we were given this amazing garden, and we get really far away from that. But as we return to it, the more we return to it, the more we create these neural connections. Mm -hmm. It's like when you first go on a road, it's gravelly if you've never traveled on it. And then once you keep traveling, it gets easier and easier to practice gratitude. You create the neural pathways until it becomes a joyful practice in your everyday life, the more you practice gratitude. Yeah. Absolutely. That is so amazing. I, I ate an orange this morning, but I've never thought of <laughs> So the next time I eat an orange, I will think about it. In that Wonderful. Way. Wonderful. That was Wonderful. Wonderful advice. I thank you for sharing your, your insights on how joy can be um uh, a transformative force and overcoming transformative yes yes fulfilling life this this is wonderful oh thank you next i want to talk about inspiring others which you're already you're inspiring me i <laughs> i am really enjoying this interview i really am thank you within um inspiring others what advice would you give to someone who is currently on a path to overcoming food addiction and finding joy in their life? Yes. And I want to say also that when you were saying that you when you go out to speak by helping others, you feel uplifted. That's it. Mm-hmm. We are uplifting ourselves as well when we help other souls to shine we're helping our own soul to shine at the very same time Mm -hmm. so it's both selfish and unselfish it's 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 compassion for ourselves it's self-love and it's loving other people at the very same time Mm -hmm. that's what what is happening um one of the things let's say i'm eating something and it tastes so good and I just want to keep eating more and more and more of it. I I say to myself, is it my body that's hungry or my soul? Because I know the difference. And I realize it's my soul that's hungry. If I've eaten enough and I'm just overeating it, 
I got to think about something else that could also bring me pleasure. Identify what brings you more pleasure than eating. There's so many other things. Go on this list. Do you want to step outside, feel the sunshine? Mm -hmm. Do you want to feel the breeze? Do you want to turn on music and dance a little bit? You know, what do you want to leave a message for someone and tell them what you appreciate about them? Even, even if they don't get the, or text them what you appreciate about them, even if they don't get the message right then, you fill up, you fill up right then. And then you suddenly the bag of potato chips stops calling your name. The box of chocolate chip cookies stops calling you because you have filled up. That's how it works. That was beautiful, yeah. Brock. Again, thank you for sharing your wisdom <laughs> and insight on this transformative journey. Oh, thank and you. I want to touch on feeling the emptiness. Were there specific tools or practices um, that you found most effective helping you to find your fulfillment outside of food? Yes, Definitely the pleasure ladder has helped me to recognize that there's an abundance of ways to bring pleasure. When we get stuck in our addictions, there's so many other ways to bring happiness. And that opens up my life mm -hmm. because I was stuck feeling a lack and it's normal. In fact, one of my children's books, one of my newest books is called don't read this book. It's, it's, it's written by that inner critic in our brain. It's totally normal. We all have a voice in our heads all day long trying to get us miserable. It's trying to get us to focus on what we're lacking, on what's missing in our lives instead of what we already have. And guess what? This book took me 30 years to write because I had the title, I had most of the book written, but I didn't have the surprise ending until like two years ago when I was able to finish this book. The surprise ending is this, that voice in our heads, it doesn't really want us to listen to it. Mm -hmm. It's like a barbell. Mm -hmm. It wants us to push it off and say, recognize, I'm not going to focus on what I'm lacking. I'm going to focus on what I already have, all the blessings in my life. I'm breathing. I have two arms that could move. Mm -hmm. I may have illnesses, but how many parts of my body are working? How many illnesses don't I have? Mm -hmm. There's every single person has so much to be grateful for. Every single person. You have a roof over your head. It's yeah. It's amazing. If you're watching the podcast, I mean, that means you have so many blessings in your life, you know, that you could do this. So yeah. we we all, we just need to recognize the abundance and keep recognizing it because all day long, there's the inner critic working on every one of us to make us miserable. Mm -hmm. It's really so we can grow our gratitude muscles, pushing it off. Absolutely. That inner critic piece. So yes. I'm also a recovery coach. And wow. I want to say it was within the last two weeks. So my my clients uh, reached out to me and I could tell they were like really down in the dumps. So I just let them kind of lead the conversation. Right. And, so, and leading into the conversation, they say to me, you know, this person has, my friend has this, 
they have a new car, they have this, they have that. Yes. And when she finished, I let, I, I let her pour out. Yes. I had to remind her of the things that she did have. Yes. She just thanked me. She was like, I hadn't really thought about it that way. I was so focused on the inner critic and things that everyone else had. I yes. I didn't realize the blessings that I have right before me. So, so great. Yeah. The, the conversation went from her oh. being down in the dumps to being uplifted. And being, awesome. With her being uplifted, it uplifted me. Yes. It was it was very empowering for myself. So yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. You, you are a wonderful coach. That is so beautiful to hear. I just love love hearing that transformation. Yes. That is fantastic. Absolutely. And to know it's normal. Everybody's got that voice yep. in them working working all day to make us miserable. Yep. So just know that it's normal. Recognize it. The minute you call it by its name, the minute you recognize it, it loses its power. Like the Wicked Witch of the West, it melts. It loses its power. Oh, you're trying to make me miserable. I get it. That's what you did. You you caught it. You got her to focus on it. And then it had it stopped having power right that very second. Absolutely. Absolutely. So something else I want to, to touch on building a support system did you have a support system or a community that played a, a crucial role in your recovery and if you did how did they contribute to your your success it's such a great question i did i had been hanging out with very cynical people into all kinds of things that were that were harmful i began when my life changed to hang out with more grateful people that had hope, it was it was totally just what I needed. I knew that I needed to be around supportive people to make this change in my life, to overcome addictions. It's essential. Mm -hmm. um, you need people that also want to grow and grow in their love of life grow in appreciating mm -hmm. life, grow in becoming better people. So the more you can surround yourself with that, the more supportive it is to make a huge transformation in your life and yeah. overcome your addictions. Absolutely. For me, I have what I call a a wellness toolbox. It's not a physical toolbox. But yes, yes. <laughs> but in my wellness toolbox, I have different things for like self-care, but also in my toolbox is my support system. Yes. I kind of just build these things up to keep them in my toolbox in the event. I don't know, maybe someone in my support system, maybe they aren't available, but I have different skills and coping mechanisms yes. that can help me. But my support system, I was very strategic on who I wanted to be a part of my support system. I wanted people to challenge me and to help me grow and flourish. So I'm very thankful beautiful. for my support team. Beautiful, brilliant and beautiful. That is so great. Thank yes. You. Yeah. All right. So I want to, oh, ask you questions about 
healthy habits and lifestyle changes? How have you maintained a balanced and positive relationship with food in your day-to-day life? This is a really fun one. I learned about chewing slowly. You, you chew something thoroughly and you don't prepare your next fork or spoonful of food until it's all chewed and swallowed. Now, this was such a change for me because I'm used to just going like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, just just keep on feeding. But when you pause, then you have time to savor what's already in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Linger with it. Linger with the pleasure. Appreciate the pleasure. And the funny thing is, it transfers into the rest of your life because you start not wondering about the next bite. You begin to just appreciate what you have already. It becomes a metaphor for your entire life, just savoring and lingering and appreciating what you have. You can practice with just chewing something slowly, but it it starts to transfer into everything in life so that you can it helps you to, in your gratitude practice, to just chewing slowly helps your gratitude practice in every aspect of your life once you get that down, which is an amazing thing to see. Now, you could even do it mindlessly. Like, let's say you are um, working on the computer and eating. Sometimes I'm doing that, but I'm still chewing slowly. That stays with me so that I'm not moving on to the next thing. I'm still doing it at that slower pace so that I can appreciate. And that is something that's also really changed my life in a wonderful way. It's something so small, Mm -hmm. but it makes actually a major difference. Yeah. Never thought about that. So like small bites make you more mindful, leading to more gratitude. Exactly. You just apply that to your life in general, small steps, gradual process. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. And, and like, chew what you've already got. You've got so much. Just chew it and appreciate it. Why move on to the next thing? It, it's, it's, it's just be there right now with where you are appreciating this, mm-hmm. this very moment. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. All right. So my next question, setting realistic goals. Um, you know, sometimes uh, we can set goals that are not realistic for us. Mm. And it will cause us to, we won't achieve that goal. So were there any setbacks along the way? Um, and if so, how did you navigate and, and learn from them? Yes, there's always setbacks and expect them to happen, you know, <laughs> then it won't be so disappointing. Yep. Uh, here's a Here's a really funny way to look at it. Like, Let's say one day a person eats five candy bars. You can say, and and, and then that'll make you misery. Oh, I've eaten the five candy bars. Now I just might as well just eat the whole box of chocolate chip cookies. You know, one thing just leads to the next because you're already miserable. So just make it worse, you know. So here's the, how do you trick it with gratitude? Of course you go, 
oh, I had five candy bars. I'm so grateful I didn't have 10. And if you had 10 yeah. candy bars, you say, I'm so grateful I didn't have 20 candy bars. You can always, no matter what, find what to be grateful for. It's incredible. So you don't have to sink down. You can mm -hmm. still empower yourself and you say, of course, I'm going to slip up sometimes. Of course, I'm human. That's what we're here in this life to experience all kinds of challenges. There's a there's a, a um like a magnet on my fridge. Here is a test to find out if your mission in life is complete. If you're alive, it isn't. We we have so many purposes for being here. Life mm -hmm. is full of challenges, but it's also here so that we can experience gratitude. Really, this world was made for us to enjoy and joyful gratitude, but we've gotten really far off of that. We can come back to mm -hmm. that. We can come back to that wonderful place. Absolutely. And that's why it's important every day, whatever your challenge is, to reaffirm and empower yourself every day. Yes. Very important. Throughout so, the day, throughout the day. Throughout the exactly. day, absolutely. 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 At first for me, I wouldn't really say it was a, it was a challenge, but it was something that I had to get used to because I was very good at empowering and encouraging and reaffirming others. But when it came to myself, I had to think about it. Hmm. So now it's just a general, it's, it just comes natural. It's not even yes. a practice. I'm mindful. I do it every single day and it, awesome. and it really helps me. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yes. All right. So my last question, because it kind of ties in with everything we've talked about today. Celebrating success. What role do self-love and self-compassion play in your ongoing journey? Yes, this is it. This is my self-love and compassion chart. Mm -hmm. It's it's all about ways to experience self-love and compassion throughout every single day. The, the greatest thing we could do for ourselves is to experience this world in loving compassion, feeling that, what does gratitude mean? Gratitude means that you are being cared about, mm -hmm. that someone is connecting to you, giving to you, because what is there to be grateful for unless you are being given to you are that's the amazing thing mm -hmm. that we are being loved every moment that 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 we are connected to energy the source of all energy every moment we're plugged in it's whether the light switch is turned on or not that's the question do we see it you know, we're plugged in. Now we just got to turn on that switch and see that we are actually being loved every moment. It's it's completely transformative in life once we recognize this and keep reminding ourselves of this throughout the day, every single day. Mm -hmm. That was a key word. Stay plugged in to yes. positive things. Like yes. sometimes if maybe I'm having a, not so much a tough day, but maybe I'm overwhelmed with a couple of things that are going on. 
-hmm. A simple way that I have found self-love, I hug myself. Oh, I love that. That's so <laughs> I great. Do. And I feel so much better. But Beautiful. Having self-love and compassion to my for myself. Yes. I show more love to my body. I try to put the right foods in my body. Yes. You know, I increase my water. Um, now, my, my, my exercise is a little different because I have to do like modified versions, but I'm intentional that I make sure that I do some form of physical activity. Yes. Five days out of the week. Wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. I have really enjoyed this interview with you. Um, you mentioned about um, some books. I didn't know if you wanted to speak on your books or let us know. I don't know if they're on Amazon or how people can possibly purchase them if they would like to. Thank you. They're on Amazon and they're on my website. Okay. And if people don't have to buy books, you know, you can also get them in the public library. You can or you can get your public library to order them too. Because the main thing is to get these messages out into the world mm -hmm. to to people as young as possible. I I just wrote one book for adults. That's my story, Nourish the Soul, Filling the Emptiness Within. That's mm -hmm. the story of how I developed food addictions, how I overcame them. But all, I have 42 books for children. They're all for children, all about how to live a joyful life. I say what all the books have in common is helping souls to shine. That's what it's about, recognizing you're a spiritual being in need of spiritual nourishment, in need of gratitude throughout the day in order to thrive. So that's. Those are my books. I hope you'll visit the website and you'll get to see them. And you could download a free chart of the pleasure letter, which you could put on your fridge, mm -hmm. put on your cabinet. When you, If you ever feel like overeating, you look at this and it reminds you of the abundance of ways, other ways that you can mm -hmm. bring pleasure into your life. That moment. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much. I know you are over. Did you say you were in Israel? Yeah. <laughs> what part are what part are you in? I'm in I'm pretty near Jerusalem. Yeah, central Israel. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. I did some studies with um Tel Aviv. Yes. Yeah. So wonderful. Oh. Wonderful. So so happy to connect with you. You're such yeah. a wonderful person, Dr. Moore. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. I'll make sure to um email you the YouTube link so you'll have all the information and I'll make sure to put your link to your website so that people can connect with with you download the sheet and have access to um your books to purchase as well wonderful okay. what right. what a pleasure I hope you feel better thank continuously you. thank you thank you so much you take care nice meeting you yes yeah, so great bye-bye bye, -bye.